Welcome, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. You're listening to I Couldn't Help But Podcast, an unofficial Sex in the City podcast with Joe Daniel and Paige Clarno. Hi, I'm Joe Daniel. I have two first names. Yeah, you do. So um, we are re-recording this episode, actually. There, there has been a lost episode. Um, if anyone can find it, page is number 775. Stop it. <laughs> um, yeah, we actually had a guest star, Susan. So shout out to Susan for coming over and recording a podcast that then immediately got lost. So we have some of her notes, so we'll try and work her in to another podcast. Can you try to put on her voice, too? That way they, like, know... I'm going to try. We'll see what happens. I am Susan. I am Susan. I am Susan. Let me talk to you about sex in the city. <laughs> Let me tell you this girl, Carrie. That's not, good. not even remotely what this she's doing. Like. <laughs> she's a little floozy, but she's also good. <laughs> and Miranda, let me talk to you about fucking Miranda. <laughs> it's like she's here. It's like she's right here with us. No, it's not. <laughs> so, um... First up, relationship status. How is your relationship? Relationship status. This Friday is going to be our 11 months. Oh, cute. It's what really are you going to do? Are you going to do anything? I can't hang out with him that day, unfortunately, because oh. I had made plans with a couple of friends like months ago, and mm. like people are traveling out of town to be here for that event, so it's kind of a thing that like mm. can't just be like pushed aside. But we're going to be hanging out some of the following days. It's going to be great. We're going to go watch a scary movie because I love scary movies. Yes. And then we're going to go to dinner in Carson City. That's far. Well, not really far, but like ish. His dad's friend runs like promotions or something at one of the casinos in Carson City. Mm. And then she's always just like, hey, come visit me and I'll give you free free food. And we're like, yes. I mean, I'd visit you anyways. She's amazing. Can I come? I want prime rib. It's literally an anniversary celebration. You can't be there. It's not an anniversary celebration. He won't be there either. It's 11 months. What? <laughs> you just said you're hanging out with other people. Shut your mouth. No, I meant on that day. Oh, We're going on mean, a different day. Oh, you mean you're going to... Okay, yeah, I don't want to go on your anniversary dinner. Just kidding. <laughs> Bring me back takeout, though. Yeah, for sure. Like, okay. trying to take out? Like, a steak taken out. Whatever is there. Oh, perfect. Can I get an extra bottle of rosé, please? Perf. Thanks. Yay. Actually, wait, shit. I forgot about my friend page. Two extra bottles, please. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for it all. How about yourself? Um, so I shared with Joe earlier, and this is, it's funny now. It wasn't funny at the time. <laughs> that you? No, I don't know what that was. I thought I was going to die. Oh, gosh. I hope they heard that. <laughs> Anyway, it sounded like a fart. It sounded like a fart, but also knocking. And right as it was readjusting. But let me tell you, like, I do not have a loose butthole that wouldn't have fallen out of me. And also, like, you would have known if that was me. No, I don't know what that was. I was just really, really scared. Yeah, I don't know what that was. Anyways, so, yes. Yeah, so, funny story now. Not funny story uh, five days ago. Um, but I kind of had a little bit of a pregnancy scare. Usually, my periods are a week early because I get stressed out and they're just like, yeah, well, then let's evacuate. Like, <laughs> like let's tear... Abandoned ship. Right. They're like, let's let's tear the fuck... The, let's tear these walls down. Like, we're done. We're done here. This is obviously not happening this month. Like, it, it just... It's like, usually very early and it was three days late this month and I was scared. And like, fat. <laughs> I was really fat. Like, none of my, my clothes were fitting. I was super swollen. I was, like, craving, uh, like, weird foods. I was so scared. Like, I was, and I was totally psychosomatic, I'm sure. Uh, but I was still, like, oh, my God. So, needless to say, there is not a baby inside of me. Therefore, I am still single. <laughs> <laughs> There's no new relationship with a new man or a new woman. Not not a one. Not fetus or otherwise. You know what? I think in, I think in this case, it's perfectly acceptable that you're single. I mean, not that it is perfectly acceptable to be single literally any other time. But the whole point is that you're not pregnant. That's exciting. That means we can continue drinking. Yay! I did drink to celebrate. (laughs) I was like, oh, that's my period. Let's have some tequila. That's that's the anti-pregnancy drink. Here you go. Yeah, perf. 
All righty. So anything else I want to catch these listeners up on before we get started with this episode? Um, I don't think so. I think we're ready to jump on in. Let's summary it up. Let's summary it up. Oh my God. How exciting. <laughs> okay. Well, let me tell you, fellow Sexy in the City listeners. <clears throat> oh, that was nasty. The episode starts with Charlotte and the newest love of her life, Jack. They're together when Jack asks her what her fantasies are. He tells her that he wants a threesome. The girls sit around over food and talk about threesomes and the rules and psychology behind the act. Miranda is upset that none of the girls would want to be in a hypothetical threesome with her. Samantha is sleeping with the married man, Ken, and says it is the perfect situation for her. Jack and Charlotte are at a bar and a girl approaches them. Jack tells Charlotte that the girl would be perfect and Charlotte feels a little flirty fire within her. It causes her to have a sexy dream that she tells Carrie about. Miranda visits an analyst to discuss her problems about being left out of her friend's threesome's fantasies. Carrie helps Big with his tie after one of their adult sleepovers, and Big tells Carrie that he's been married before and they used to have threesomes. Carrie tells Charlotte and Samantha about Big's ex, and the only reasonable solution they come up with is to stalk the ex-wife. Carrie makes an appointment to meet with Barbara, Big's ex, at her publishing company under the guise of pitching a book idea. It turns out that Carrie and Barbara get along real well, and Barbara wants to be Carrie's friend. After a run-in with Samantha and his wife, Ruth, Ken tells Samantha he's ready, or that he's leaving his wife for her. Ruth also calls Samantha to let her know that they'll have threesomes if it means Ruth can keep her husband. Jack and Charlotte go to a party, where Charlotte takes a dance, or takes a chance on a threesome, but gets left out of the sex. Miranda goes to meet a couple who are looking for a threesome, and upon receiving her validation leaves. Big confronts Carrie about her distant attitude and dispels her fears when he says they didn't work out because he was looking for someone else and found that someone in Carrie Bradshaw. Gay. <laughs> you said it, not me. <laughs> I'm allowed so, to say it. So yeah, basically everyone is garbage in this episode. Who isn't garbage? Barbara. Barbara isn't garbage. Mm, have you seen her outfit? How dare you? <laughs> Out of all the outfits we've seen on the show, okay, this one was fair, at least fair. just like, okay, it's still an ugly outfit, but it's still like passable. Mm-hmm. Now, like, I'm going to wear this fucking feather duster. <laughs> there you go. And a kimono. And a kimono. Yeah. So I I love how um, before there were, there, there was online dating, there was going to charity events in the hopes that you could hook up. <laughs> What is that nonsense? That is so crazy. I think it's fucking hilarious. Because, <laughs> like, you're awful, obviously. But, like, technically, you're still kind of supporting the cause. Because, like, you usually have to buy a ticket. Fair. And I think at any point, if you're supporting the cause, regardless of what you're there for, do it. Hashtag dicks out for downies, man. <laughs> I love it. My so- favorite thing is fucking Charlotte and Jack. Talking about their fantasies. And yeah. Jack asked Charlotte about her fantasies. And she's like, well, I want to own my own gallery one day. <laughs> I want a cottage in Maine. And then, like, <laughs> nobody in that context of what was going down would have been like, let me tell you about my life goals and ambitions. <laughs> like, obviously, they meant sex. But Charlotte is just so, na- not necessarily naive, but just so in that state of frame. She's dumb. so innocent. Dumb. <laughs> yeah, That's she, a good one. She dumb. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I want a meaning cottage. Or I want a cottage in Maine. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I I loved that. And that's, like, not even, yeah, not even remotely what he was talking about. Like, you're in bed naked together. That's not what, that's not the kind of fan- fantasy he's talking about. <laughs> and then he just responds, oh, well, that's cool. Well, anyways, I want to have a threesome. Right. He's like, I've always been into threesomes. And then it's like, um, so Susan had a note that it's like guys versus girls. Like, what are your fantasies for women? It's always romance for men. It's about sex. And Do you think that's true? Like, I feel like probably. Yeah. 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 I mean, when you, when it really gets down to it, even the sexual fantasies women have are usually really about romantic. Romantic. Yeah. Are usually about romance or, at the very least, them being taken care of, you know? That's cute. And the guys are just like, literally, how fast can I, like, come to this? Right, yeah. Literally, a guy's like, how far can I stick my dick in something? 
I'm guessing. I don't know. I'm completely coming from I want to see the vagina side of that. <laughs> I want us to go through an episode of a TV show where we just switch bodies, and I want to see how well you do being a boy. Yeah, it would be the worst. You just go to a bunch of bros. Yeah, dude. I stuck my dick so hard and something. <laughs> yeah, man. My penis went all the way and it was crazy, man. Yeah, it was nuts. <laughs> it went nuts deep. <laughs> Me as a girl. Yeah, man. I, I put so many things in my vagina. <laughs> I fucking put some... Keep loose changed. <laughs> it's like a little purse. What do you guys need purses for? What do you guys, no, we don't. We don't need purses for us. Gucci, coach, no, bitch. This is all uterus. I got this. <laughs> I just tie everything into a plastic bag and, and just, just <laughs> right up there. One time, if you're lucky, I'll tell you about how I snuck a birthday cake out of a party <laughs> with the candle still lit. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, literally impossible. <laughs> Um, don't speak from my vagina. <laughs> okay, I won't. So, yeah, I think that two women and one man is every guy's fantasy. Like, him being the main event or watching two, two chicks get out because for some reason, everybody enjoys lesbians. Okay, lesbians are beautiful. I'm not saying they're not. Right. I'm just seeing straight guys seem to be awful interested in them. And I don't... What is it about it? Because, like... I don't know. You're not a part of it. If you're watching two girls getting it on, neither of them, in theory, have penises. Mm. So, like, you don't get anything out of it. You're just watching two people with bodies foreign to yours touching their bodies. Maybe that's it, though. Maybe lesbian porn is so popular because then they don't have to see another dude's dick and they're so homophobic. There's that no homo. Yeah. That that's... Where it rolls. That's, I mean, speaking as a straight male. <laughs> I, mean, I went nuts deep, bro. Yeah, I'm all the way. Yeah, no, I honestly, but I think that's true. Like, I then on it, like, write in. Let us, let us know if I'm right. Straight men who listen to this podcast about sex in the city. Yes. <laughs> because we are in abundance. We're Please. talking to you, Brad. <laughs> let us know. What is it about watching lesbians getting on that you find fascinating? Right. What is it about it? I just think they're pretty. I mean, sure. They're, yeah. They're they're totally pretty. Yeah. And I'm not going to say that I don't enjoy that. I actually enjoy it because dicks are ugly. I mean. How dare you? <laughs> they are. Have you seen an ugly vagina? Sometimes maybe they're not like perfectly once, folded. once or twice, maybe, yeah. Sometimes, like, that shit just looks like roast beef hanging out. <laughs> okay. I know. It's so sad. <laughs> These poor girls. <laughs> Hashtag all bodies are beautiful, Paige. <laughs> You're trying to trap me. Stop it. No ugly dicks and no ugly vaginas. Okay. There you go. That's mm-hmm. been the episode. Anyway, yeah, that was it. That was the whole episode. <laughs> oh, shit. It's a threesome episode. No ugly buttholes either. Oh, I know. I'm so sad that this is a threesome episode and, and we lost our threesome. <sighs> it was going to be so good. Oh, Y'all, that episode, episode was amazing. It was good. Anyways, anyway. so Charlotte goes to talk about, to, to tell the girls about Jack wanting threesomes mm-hmm. and then they all just are immediately, like, the professionals. They mentioned that the that threesomes are the blowjobs of the 90s. Of course they are. And someone's like, well, what was the threesomes of the 80s? And someone's like, any sex. <laughs> any sex was the thing then. Mm-hmm. And Samantha gives the famous rule that you should always be the guest star in a threesome. Mm-hmm. Never have you and your partner, but always be the th- the guest star. Yeah, because then you can always go, what's, um, Susan says, all the fun without worrying about what it'll do to the relationship, which I think is something that Sam actually said. Uh, but it's true. Like, you don't have to worry about, like, how you feel about those people afterwards. I think if you're going to do a threesome, that's the only way to do it. Yeah, you should, like... I'm trying. To, I'm trying not to bring up Gossip Girl because I hate Gossip Girl. Oh, but also Gossip in Gossip Girl. Girl, it's Dan and his girlfriend Hillary Duff. Oh, that was a hell of a threesome. That was a hell. Oh man, dude! Like <laughs> my loins were on fire, but like not because of the herpes. See, I just I wasn't really a fan of it, mostly because I hated Vanessa. How dare I'm you? I'm sorry. Out of all of them, you hated Vanessa? Okay, here's the thing about Gossip Girl. Tell me the I'm thing gonna, about I'm Gossip gonna Girl. I'm lay down for you. They are garbage people. Yes. Every last one of them. But all Vanessa them. pretended like she was better than everybody else, and she wasn't. Dan pretended he was better than everybody else. Because he was, because he was Gossip Girl. <gasps> Spoilers! <laughs> 
He played them all. We actually can't say that because my boyfriend is listening to this and he's watching Gossip Girl right now and he cannot be spoiled because he will cry. <clears throat> we'll just put a loud... No, we can't. We can't. We can't even do that. We don't have the technology. He can't listen to this oh, episode. He perfect. Can't. It's going too far. Yeah. Sorry. At the beginning, we'll re-record and be like, hey, if you don't want any Gossip Girl spoilers, just don't listen to we'll this. Put it in the thing. Oh, we'll check the timestamp and we'll be like, just skip to this time if you want to avoid any Gossip Girl spoilers. Oh my God. Anyways, so That's Dan and Hillary Duff, I don't know her name. It doesn't matter. Yeah. They were in a relationship and they're like, let's have a threesome. So they invited the best friend in, yeah. Vanessa. Bad. Vanessa's idea. Um, Dan's best friend. And there are some feelings there that were tapped into, and then it was mm. just super weird. And then Hillary Duff was like, "No, it's fine. It's like we're good. This was good, and yeah. everybody else is fine." And I was like, "But it wasn't because Dan and Vanessa were sort of kind of in love with each other." Cunts. I'm Hillary Duff. <laughs> like it was fine. That was cool. It's fine. It was fine. You never had one. I've never had a threesome. I have never had a threesome. Susan did, but she's not here. Susan did. Susan could have told you fantastic stories. So many stories. No, she actually didn't divulge too much in in the last episode, but I do happen to know certain specifics of one of her threesomes, and I'm not going to divulge it, but girl, go. Girl. She worked that shit, and I'm jealous. I think it it is nice information to have had from Susan, because she said she had had two. Mm-hmm. One where it was two males and one female, her, and one where it was two females, one male. So she's kind of had both, both sides perspectives. Mm-hmm. That's cool. We need to go out and be slutty for this, so we... <laughs> So right? we know. I think we should start a Patreon for me to have a Match.com account. <laughs> Do you have to pay to have Match.com? Yeah. Like a lot. Like $150 for six months. And that's the cheap one. Why? I have no idea. But that's, that's nasty. The, but that's the, the only cheap place one? What do you mean? Because it's more expensive. Like if you only want a month, it's like double the price or something. It's ridiculous. Match.com. You can eat a dick. <laughs> this episode sponsored by Match.com. Find the love <laughs> of your life on Match.com. <laughs> We're going to get sued now. <laughs> I'm getting I'm broke. <laughs> Fair. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So, everybody's talking about, you know, how you should be doing threesomes and blah, blah, blah. And Charlotte's being a total, like, poly- Charlotte. Pollyanna. Um, <laughs> who's Pollyanna? Who's Pollyanna? Oh, my gosh. My friend who um, is not going to rename. <laughs> rename it's not going to remain nameless. <laughs> Because I'm totally calling her out and because everybody has her name, but Hannah. <laughs> I know, like, three of them, and so that's not even narrowing it down for people. But um, my friend Hannah, I called someone a Pollyanna the other day, and she's like, who's Pollyanna? And I'm like, oh, I forgot you're 12. <laughs> okay, but the real question is, why are you hanging out with 12-year-olds? Yeah, well, fair. Because <laughs> she's, she's an old 12. <laughs> she's a hard 12, she's man. She's a hard 12. Sixth grade really just fucking did it to her. Yeah, she is great. So all the girls are going around and they're like, you know, oh, well, I would have a threesome with you, sweetie. I'd have a threesome with you. And poor Miranda's sitting there left out. And so everybody just sort of finishes up and she goes, well, I guess I'll just go fuck myself. <laughs> yeah, Miranda, why don't you go fucking do that? She's super upset about it. And I can understand because I'm never the person that gets chosen for that stuff either. But at the same time, she is kind of being a little pissant about it. Okay, but here's also the thing. We're not going to get into too many spoilers right now. Mm. I don't know how you can spoil the show. <laughs> but essentially, I started out feeling really, really bad for her. And I was like, you know what? It really sucks to be left out. She ma- she even makes an, an analogy when she's talking to her analyst about how it's when your four friends take a cab and one person has to sit up front, but you don't want to be the person who sits up front. Yes. So I understood that. I've been the person who's had to sit up front. And it sucks. Oh, shit. I'm not doing a good job of holding no, you in. No, you're fine. Oh. You're fine. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the episode, Miranda goes back to fucking being Miranda because it's something that happens later. And then I'm like, you're a fucking asshole. Fuck mm-hmm. you. Yeah. I hope no one picks you to be in a threesome. You're a little bitch. Yeah, she's a shithead. I feel so bad for sending to Nixon. Literally, everybody hates Miranda. I, you know, if I had to actually pick one that I identified the most with, though, it would be Miranda. Right, but do you want to be Miranda? No. Hey, there you go. No, but I don't want to be any of them, to be fair, though. Okay, true. Like, they're all garbage people. It's like Gossip Girl before Gossip Girl was Gossip Girl. Yeah, pretty much. I feel like... And everybody thinks they're... <gasps> it is, because everybody thinks that they're above it, and they're just like, well, mm, some girls think like this, but, like, I'm not, like, that kind of girl. Mm-hmm. But they're that exactly that kind of girl. Yep. Yeah, they are. That's... Uh, Gossip Girl t- was like, let's do Sex in the City, but with teenagers. Someone's like, you know what this fucking frenzy of fucking estrogen needed? Yeah. <laughs> 
hormonal Horm- teenagers right. who don't have it figured that have out. have sex on bars and drink like fish, but are underage. Listen. <laughs> I don't, that bothered me the most about Gossip Girl when I was watching it is I'm like, who's serving these minors? The people who work for their parents. Yeah, but still bullshit. Like, this, I hate it so much. I'm like, you guys are having sex on bars. Who is, where are your parents? I'm counting their money somewhere. Right? Oh, fucking cuts. Fucking hate it. Um, so then we find out that Samantha is sleeping with a married man named Ken. And she says that it's the perfect situation because she doesn't, she likes the fact that he can't be in a relationship with her. She just likes to hook up sex. And then he's like, um, I love that you aren't my wife. That's what did the fantasy for him. And she's also like, I also love that I'm not your wife mm-hmm. because fuck that. I love that too. <laughs> it's great. It's a great line. Uh, so, um, the therapy session with Miranda brought up an interesting point though, that I want to make. Ooh, it's go like for real it. way. Um, <laughs> and she, it's the dilemma. So she feels so bad about like her friends not wanting to have a threesome with her or not including her. Um, and it just, it stems from, I feel like the most interesting part about being single and being happy, but not happy that, that you're that you're single because you want people to want you even if you don't want them yes and it's so like it's been such such a thing that like i've felt in my life like recently where you get upset and until somebody kind of gets to the point where they're like, yeah, but you hate them. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't want them to hate me. I want them to love me. I want everyone to love me. And then I want to be able I to pick and ch- choose. Yeah, exactly. And then I can pick and choose. And it's just, it's such an interesting human moment, especially for a non-human like Miranda to feel. You've got to admit this is the whole like feeling thing, thing is like outside of her wheelhouse for most of the It series. is. And this is the most I've ever related to anybody, any one of the characters where I'm just like, yeah, no, I get, I get it. it. That sucks. And like, I want to be liked by everybody, but I also don't. In the sense that I'm just like, yeah. uh, quit trying to hit on me. I'm over it. <laughs> just kidding. That's not a problem that happens to me. <laughs> I was trying to seem more glamorous than I was, and I'm oh, not. We know at least one person it. wants me. It's Yay. my boyfriend. And some boyfriend who can't listen to this episode. I'm going to tell him which parts to skip. Okay, good. At the beginning of this, I'm going to re-record and be like, hey, just know that around this time, you should probably skip if you don't Gossip Girl spoilers. Oh my god, you're hilarious. Okay. I'm looking out for our fans. I was listening to another podcast earlier today, and they also ruined this same scenario that happened. (laughs) And then they're like, are you fucking kidding? And I was also just like, listen, I don't even care, but also, are you fucking kidding me? Okay, but let's be real here. When did Gossip Girl end? Listen, he was only born two years ago, so he's still trying to catch up with all good television. You're not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Anyways, this is not the Gossip Girl recap show. No, it's not. It was garbage. (laughs) End of One out of ten. And one is because that sex scene on the bar that Paige hates was actually kind of of, No, I don't hate it. I'm just saying it it shouldn't have happened. It's unsanitary, but it was hot. What's unsanitary about it? There's booze all over the place. It sterilized everything. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) But that is the excuse. I can't even. Let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, Samantha actually calls um, Charlotte a Park Avenue Pollyanna, which I think is fantastic. And but then Charlotte comes off with those, like, super weird, like, insightful things that she sometimes says, which is, how well do you really know the people that you sleep with? And I don't know about you, but I feel like I should probably know them a little bit before I sleep with them. Charlotte, you hooker. <laughs> Charlotte, you person who just falls in love with anybody literally every single episode. Right. What the fuck do you know? <laughs> You're just as slutty as the rest of these girls. You just go under the guise that it's love, but you also won't suck someone's dick. So you're not even a good slut. There, so there's an article. I'm not sure where it is. Um, Thought catalog. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's um, an article that literally like counted how many people each girl had sex with. And I'm pretty sure that it went Samantha, Charlotte, 
Um, and then Carrie and then Miranda. I'm not positive, but I feel I feel like Charlotte was like up there way higher than I thought she was. And so I'm like, listen. Well, there you go. Catch the motherfucking tea on that, Charlotte. <laughs> but yeah, no, definitely. I think I am also one of those people. I've always tried to be into hookup culture, and I cannot be a part of it because I'm like, I can't. I can't have sex with strangers. Right, and I can't. I have to be interested in them. I have to know them. I have to. I have to feel comfortable and safe with them because if I can't. Yeah, then, then I'm just it, it doesn't work for me. Right. Yeah, I don't want anyone near my junk who I don't trust. Yeah. Like, like if you have a sex with a stranger, how can you trust that they won't bite off your penis? Right. Or your clitoris. Right. Yeah. I'm not I'm not letting anyone's mouth near my my area without some like okay, I trust you approval. You know? That's just so oh I don't know. I can't sidebar real quick. So I'm yes. watching this new show that's not really new, it's been out for a couple of whatever. And it's called You're the Worst. And in the first episode, two people are hooking up. Mm-hmm. And this guy's eating out this girl. And he spits on her vagina. And she was like, did you just spit on my vagina? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, why? He's like, it's saliva. It's going to get there anyways. And then she's kind of like, okay with it. She like gets it. What are your feelings about spitting on genitalia? Okay, here's the thing. So. <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. In in the heat of a certain moment, that did happen once. Mm-hmm. And it took me out of the entire thing, and I was hooked out, and it took me a long time to get back into, like, the flow of, like, this is sex, this is sexy, this is great. Because, like, listen, there's plenty of, like, moisture happening already there. You don't need to add to it. It's just insulting. It's like saying, you're not wet enough for me. I'm trying to, like, work this out right now. Like, you're not playing. Mm-hmm. And I'm absolutely playing. And it was insulting. That just seems like incredibly pornographic. Like That's the kind of thing people warn you about. Like, people don't do that. Right? That's like the slap. You know what I'm talking about? Where, like... I I immediately thought of the TV show with Zachary (laughs) Quintana and fucking Uma Thurman. And that's why I was like, I don't understand that reference. I didn't watch that show. I'm really sorry. Like, in porn. Oh, where where the guy yeah just like does like a quick little like tap on the vagina it's like what no it's not you're not waking it up you're not trying to find, <laughs> like, you're not trying to find a vein so that you can draw blood what are you doing that's not like that is so a pornography thing and it's like that does nothing for me but take me out of it and be like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> why are you punishing my vagina right now what right. the fuck like it did not ask for this <laughs> i've been a good girl for this <laughs> like it is not going to come for this it's so bad <laughs> i fucking can't it's so like i don't i don't get it i don't get like yeah the spitting makes me feel like like, it's not wet enough down there, and that's insulting, because it totally is. Like, I'm not 80. Mm-hmm. And the, yeah, and the slap thing bothers me, too. And that has happened to me once before. I totally called him out on it. I was like, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> what the fuck was that? I think spitting is, I think it's disrespectful. Yeah. Like, obviously, like, if you're going down on someone, yes, their genitalia will have saliva on it. Mm-hmm. But also let that be a factor of you going down on them, not because you're like, <laughs> Right. Like, that's mean. Right. Don't do that. Yeah, I got, so, <laughs> this is getting way too personal. I don't care. <laughs> but I got called out on that once where it's like, you just, like, use, like, exactly the right amount of saliva. And I was like, you're welcome. I'm you sorry, just, do you want me to just, like, I, fucking right, drown? Like, like, I still, I don't want to have to wash my sheets after that. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, what? what's the big deal? I never, like, understood why it was, like, something that he felt the need to bring up. But I was like, yes, I used the exact amount of saliva. You're like, you're coming, so what's your fucking problem? Like, What's your fucking problem? What is your problem with fucking? Also, that is such a specific thing to be upset about. Right? <laughs> like, not, okay, so you're using a specific amount of saliva, but that is a specific problem to have. <laughs> right? Where you're like, I don't like the fact that you're really good. Right. I'm like, okay. I don't like that. You, I don't like the fact that you're not excessive, but you also, like... Don't are very frugal with your saliva. Right. I'm like, listen, I use what I need. <laughs> I get the job done. I get the job done. No, like I yeah, I was like, what the seriously? We're talking about this. We're talking about this right now. Wouldn't you rather be like having sex? <laughs> like, do we wanna do we wanna stop for this? Do you wanna stop? 
that happened once too, where I was like just talking about something else when I was going down on him, and I was like, "Do you want a blowjob or do you want to talk?" Because we can't do both right now. Oh man, I've had that conversation. You need to stop. And I'm yeah. just like, um, so this insight that you think you have right now is amazing. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Literally, I just came here for the sex. Mm. <laughs> This is not a discourse. <laughs> this is not a fucking general discussion. This is not City Hall. I do not care. <laughs> Let me do my fucking job. You do your fucking job. Right. And then afterwards, if there's time, if I'm not going to go home immediately or if I'm not starving, <laughs> then maybe we can have this conversation. After. Right. Right now is not the time. Right now I am using a very specific amount of saliva to get this job done. And the more you talk, the more saliva I'm using, and therefore I have less saliva to take care of you. Right. So let's not. So let's not. And that has been Here's the Thing with Paige and JD. It's true. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We are the worst at recapping episodes. We're bad. It's fantastic. <laughs> What's it. next? Um. So Big, uh, the, the scene with Big where... She's putting, Carrie's putting on his tie for him. And he says, careful, I could get used to this. Put People putting on your tie? Like, aren't you rich? Don't you have people that you can pay to do that? You have a driver? <laughs> you want to be dressed? Go back and live with your mom. She'll dress you every single day of your life. Right. <laughs> okay, the driver's a driver. He is not a person who puts on someone else's ties. Get your shit together. I'm saying he's rich enough for a driver, so he should be rich enough for a dresser. If he really needs it. I'm really, I'm missing all of those, like, early 90s fashion shows. Or not fashion shows, but, like, scenes where people just have, like, a rotating closet. Yes. And then they'd pick out their outfit, like, on a little tablet and be like, this is what I want to wear. This is what I want to wear. It would come together. And then you just step it to the machine and you are dressed. Did you know that that originated with the movie Girls Just Want to Have Fun with Sarah Jessica Parker? You want to know something? I've never seen Girls Just Want to Have Fun with Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, my gosh. I was thinking, like, Clueless. Yeah. Clueless took it from that movie. <gasps> I'm telling on Alicia Silverstone. Right. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's in my Netflix queue. It's good. I need to watch it. Oh my it. God. It's like going away in February. You have to watch it. That's like in a day. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have time. It's fine. You can do it. You can do this. I believe in you. Thank you so much. And God I'm pretty sure that I have the DVD if you don't. Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. So Big had a threesome with him, with his ex-wife and another woman. Yes. And yeah. another woman. And that's where he drops the information that he has been married before. Right. And then Carrie's like, eh. Uh, uh, name is Sarah Witt. <laughs> I'm Sarah Witt. Yeah. You were fucking married? <laughs> Susan's- and he's like, yeah. And not only were we married, we used to have three sons. How topical for this episode. Yeah. So Susan has terrible ways to bring up divorce for the first time during talk of past sexual exploits after a sleepover, which, fair. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Like, and this is something that I kind of want to commend Carrie for. And I know that doesn't happen that often. <gasps> but this is pre Google. And she still manages to use her New York connections to find out exactly who Big's ex wife is. Get a meeting with her. Find out where she works and get a meeting with her. And to pitch a show. Which, or not a show. It's a a a children's book. book. A children's book. Which, she actually doesn't know it's a children's book at first. (laughs) So she walks in thinking it's just a regular one. And then she's like, I had no idea you wanted to write for children. And she just had to roll with it. And I commend... Magical cigarettes. I commend, commend her for that too. I really do. Like, being able to think on your feet like that. Good job. I think the internet ruins stalking people because it is so easy to find information on anybody. Right. I was telling Paige and Susan, um, back in my early days of being slutty. <laughs> no, it wasn't slutty. It was just creepy. Um, I would do speech and debates competitions because look at me. I'm a big old loser. Stop and it. It's just because you're good at it. I can't second place, but like two, two. Anyways, um, there was one person there, and we didn't know anybody's name who we competed with. We just knew each other by our performance pieces. Mm. So I was always Suzanne's Diary for Nicholas, or the Hardy Boys in the Mysterious Case of Where Babies Come From. <laughs> that was my ish. That's what people knew me as. Perfect. And this person, I didn't know their name. They were beautiful. They were beautiful. I have pictures. I'll show you pictures Ooh, so you can understand. Yes, I want pictures. Um, now that sounds weirder in the context of the story. No. And 
in passing, I heard them talking to one of their friends, got their first name, was able to go onto their school's website and find a photo of them with their first name attached. So that made it slightly easier. And now that I had their name, I had like Facebook information. I had the blog that they wrote. I had their Instagram. Shit. And on accident, I accidentally found out where they lived. (laughs) And I was, I, I was not the person that's like, let me go just like sit outside their house and see what's going on. But I just happened to be driving. Hold on. I was. (laughs) (laughs) I was driving by with a couple of friends. And then I was like, wait, this looks, I know exactly where we are. And then we were pulling up and I was like, hold on, you need to stop real quick. (laughs) And I went under the guys that I was just saying hi because they kind of had like a little farm. And they had a specific animal that you you could like pet through fences. And so I was like, oh, I just want to go pet this animal real quick. But while I was there, I was like, hi, I know your name. I've seen photos of you. Ah! And I was like, this is weird. And then I creeped myself the fuck out out and then I got out of there and ever since then I haven't looked them up oh my every day <laughs> every day I so in seventh grade before all of the Googleness happened the Googleness the Googleness happened um there was a no sorry I was in the eighth grade yeah I wasn't even I was born the, then I, I know it was, <laughs> it was a long time ago um when I was in the eighth grade, there was a kid that transferred, and everybody thought that he was just the living in, like, oh my god, he's so cute. And I was like, whatever, I want to bring you down because you pissed me off. And he had a bottom locker. And in that particular middle school, I don't know about any other middle school, but in this particular middle school, if you were a seventh grader, you got a bottom locker. If you were an eighth grader, you got a top locker, and that's always the way that it went. Gross. <laughs> I don't like the elitism of your middle school. Yeah, well, at least we weren't fucking on top of bars. So, <laughs> Keep going. Um, so I was, I saw him at his locker one day and I was like, you're lying to everybody about being an eighth grader, the bottom locker. He's like, no, I just, I just transferred late. And so they gave me a bottom locker. I'm an eighth grader. And I'm like, you're fucking not. <laughs> <laughs> I know for a fact that they have open lockers. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> and so I legitimately, um, went into one of my one of the classrooms where I knew that they were keeping our files and I went through our I went through his file I saw him did you know this is interesting actually <laughs> did you know that in this particular school district I don't know about any other school district but in this particular school district they keep your in your file are your school day pictures from kindergarten all the way until you graduate. I didn't know that. That's exciting. That's right? awful. My teachers can tell when I went through my ugly periods. I can't trust that. I know. They all know. And so I saw him. I saw him and all the pictures and where he transferred from and everything. Were you and right, though? I was not right. <gasps> he was an eighth grader. And I begrudgingly came up to him and I was like, so... I found out that you're an eighth grader, so congratulations, but I'm sure I'll catch you on something else. I love you. How very Veronica Mars I was super Veronica Mars. I'm wrong, but I'm not going to say I'm wrong. I'm going to catch you somewhere else. I'm going to catch you somewhere else. It's my person. (gasps) He is adorable. They're beautiful. (laughs) And then, look, that's the animal that I want to go pet. (laughs) I love him. (laughs) Is that in town? Can we go? We'll, we'll do a traveling episode. Yes. It's going to be perfect. <laughs> it's awful. Just look at them. They're beautiful. Yeah. So there was... Um, fucking hipster garbage. There was a lesbian couple when I lived in Las Vegas that we were all literally obsessed with because they were beautiful. Like, both of them were just gorgeous and they were, like, cool and they looked like they came from a cover of a magazine. Yes. And we just, like, would follow them to, like... We would know if somebody was like, oh my God, the lesbians are at this bar, we would go. Hell yeah. They were at a house party once and they were making out and all of us were just like enamored. Just because they were beautiful, not because it was like something sexual, sexual. that we were getting yeah. off on, but just because they were two beautiful people that were together. I and, respect that. And we, we heard a couple of years later that they had broken up and we all cried. <laughs> we, we were they like, were the OTP. They were. We were so upset. <laughs> <laughs> and so anyway... Moral of the story, Google makes it so much easier to stalk people. Yeah, I think the moral of the story is maybe don't be fucking crazy. <laughs> right. Don't be crazy and, and stalk people either. Um, so Carrie goes to see Barbara. 
and pitch her this book idea. And let me tell you, Barbara's super cute. She's very nice. But also, too far, Carrie. Yeah, no, way too far. Like, that was the point. It's like, don't be fucking pulling up some stalker shit because that shit is not okay. Mm-hmm. And um, Susan actually brought up a good point. Which is, what do you do when your partner's ex is beautiful, successful, nicer, etc.? And I... <laughs> Recognize that she's an ex and move on. <laughs> Which, I mean, yes. <laughs> At the same time, it brought up an interesting conversation that we had about how... I always sort of think about the person that came before me and what's different and what's the same and how they act. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, where do they learn their current relationship techniques from right yeah like my my previous relationship he was very very passionate and very loving and i think that's just how he acted i don't know that it was that it was necessarily that he was passionate about me he was just passionate Mm -hmm. and he would be that way with anybody who is in his bed and it's like how does that make you feel as a person it's hard to like to to be okay with that mm-hmm. and I think that I, I got okay with that but it was hard to wrap my head around at first can they not be the same like if they're passionate they're, and passionate with you I mean there's certain things that I that I know because I mean I always try and turn it around on myself and be like okay well if it was the other way around like what about it and there are certain things that I absolutely know that I that I do with everybody mm-hmm. because I like doing those specific things. Like, and this isn't even like really necessarily like that sexual, but like the back of people's necks, especially if they have like short hair and like just the feeling of like their hair mm-hmm. and just like kind of rubbing my hand back and forth. Like it's just like a nice like sensation and I like it. And so I know that I will do that and I know that I will do that with everybody will let me (laughs) (laughs) consensually of course um but like i i know that that's something that i that i like to do whereas there's other things where there's like certain people certain body types that like different sexual positions are better and different like everyone's different so you like you're you are yourself but you adjust to the other person a little bit Mm -hmm. and but some things like being passionate or being not passionate, I think, are just inherent in your person. And it's not necessarily um, for that person. But it's just weird to think about how they're like that with everybody. And it kind of makes you feel like, are you not special? Even if that's girly, crazy overthinking, which it is. <laughs> it's completely. But I think if like, that's the way you're feeling, it's totally fine. Well, like it's, it's, as it's long valid. as you don't, it's valid. as long as you don't get yourself wrapped up in it, because in the end, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't. You're still like, with that person. That person is with you, and that person's choosing to stay with you, and their actions are choosing their actions for you. Hopefully, in a good way, where they're letting you know, I like you, I respect you, I like being around you. Here, here I am. Because, mm-hmm. like, I maybe it's because of the privilege. Because I've. I think people have always treated me like I'm special, but I've never felt the need to be someone or special to someone or special at all. Mm-hmm. For me, I've always just been trying to coast by like, okay, like everything happens and everything's happening and that's it. I'm not trying to think about like, okay, well, like, are they doing it just for me? Do they do this with everybody? I'm like, it doesn't matter because right now it's for me. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I see people doing like similar things to other people. I was like, okay, like that's, that's their thing. That's what makes them special and my me being special isn't part of their special them being special Hmm. yeah and now i think about it it really does stem from one non-relationship that i had and the fact that it was a non-relationship is kind of the issue because it was never anything really serious i knew that it was never anything really romantic but at one point it felt like it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where the issues, like, for me come from, is the fact that I'll always be wondering if it's romantic or if it's just sex because I was used, mm-hmm. because I was essentially a warm body to somebody. Okay, and that's where you have the opposite side, where it's just you're not necessarily not special, but you're not even just a figure. Right. You're just 
there. Yeah. And I mean, I, I know that we were, we were friends and I was never like full on like a warm body, but I was treated that way mm-hmm. a couple of times. And I think that that definitely makes me more standoffish and makes me wonder about all the other relationships that come after it as if this is really happening or if it's not happening. Like, there was, like, my my last, like, relationship, which was very short, um, but one of the last things that he texted me was, I don't want to pursue a romantic relationship with you anymore. And on the surface, that sounds, like, you know, harsh or sad or whatever. To me, it says that there was a romance there, and that validates my feelings okay and so i actually appreciated that text far more than anyone would think on the outside mm-hmm. you know because yeah on the outside it sounds really harsh it sounds like you know no i don't want to be with you anymore and i'm like eh, but we were there for a minute <laughs> <laughs> okay so i wasn't yeah, tripping yeah okay. i'm like you got me there all right so anyways oh my god we are the we worst. deviated anyway um so, this doesn't even have a special guest, and it's still going to be, like, six hours long. I know. I'm so sorry. I I do love um, that point where Samantha answers the phone, and um, Ken says, I'm leaving my wife for you. And she says, who is this? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> Every time I think Samantha's a garbage person, I'm right, but I'm also just, like, I'm still going to love her because of scenes like that, which, like... I was like, I'm going to leave my life, my wife for you. I love you. Who is, is this? this? <laughs> <laughs> and see, this is why I love Samantha is because she does not pretend to be anything that she isn't. Yes. She's, she's a shitty person, but she knows she's a shitty she's, person. Yeah. She embraces everyone her. else thinks that they're not shitty people and they yeah. are shitty people. It's authenticity. I think that's what it comes down to. And that's why I hate Vanessa. <laughs> Because she thinks... Stop! I'm sorry, she is. Stop! We'll fight about Gossip Girl later. Um, <laughs> you can listen to our Gossip Girl podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. I am not going to read Me every episode. Fuck everybody. If I, if I had to watch that show again, knowing the ending, I would be murderous all the way through. I would. Because I'm angry still at that ending. It, it ended like 300 years ago, and I'm still like... I'm still not over F it. F you. Yeah, I'm not okay with it. I'm just a big fan of Kristen Bell. I mean, I love Kristen Bell, and that's why I started watching. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm going to be like, oh, Kristen Bell's doing the voice of Fred. Let's do it. Let's do it. And her um, her tiny little cameo at the end. I'm not giving anything away. She just has a cameo. But literally, like, top three moments in the entire series. That was the top moment. <laughs> the best the great second by vanessa in that see-through dress oh my god and then the bar sex bar sex there you go top three perf all right well that was our um that was our gossip girl recap (laughs) thank you for listening now back to i couldn't help a podcast an official sex and city podcast hosted by Paige clarner and joe daniel montalongo we're back um so i love the the line so you can't avoid a threesome someone has always come before um and susan wrote down so many insecurities surrounding sex and intimacy especially with new partners and kind of kind of what i was talking about like it's very difficult to be vulnerable with somebody sexually and emotionally it is you have to put a lot of yourself out there and it it can be really damaging to yourself and your self-worth if you put what you present as, like, one of your best foots forward and someone rejects it. Because mm-hmm. then you're just like, oh, shit, that wasn't even, like... That was an attack against me. That was an attack against my person, my soul. So it is. it takes a lot to be vulnerable in front of someone. So if someone's taking the opportunity to be vulnerable in front of you, you fucking let them know that they are worth it. And even if you, it's not for you, you let them know, like, hey, these are still fantastic things about you. It just doesn't mesh with what I'm trying to do right now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, this is also the part of the episode where Barbara starts appearing as, like, a ghost or an apparition. Oh, it's awful. Just to, just to like, really hit the nail on the head. 
that there's always a threesome going on because there's always been a person before you. Mm-hmm. So Carrie starts having sex with Big, and then Barbara's just, like, watching. Look, <laughs> that's a terrible, like, choice in The show story. is not subtle. No, it's really fucking The show's like, hey, did you get it? Hey. Did you hey, get it? Hey. We're going to knock you over the head with this is the... Did you get it? <laughs> this is the after-school special of sex and intimacy. Did you get it? <laughs> Get it? Because it's, it's, it's threesome. It's right there. They're right there. There's two of them, but there's another person there. That's three people. And in case you don't get it, Carrie's going to explain it to you in the voiceover. <laughs> Did you get it? <laughs> and, My um, favorite thing about Carrie, though, is the fact that Barbara hits her up, and she's like, hey, no, can we just, like, meet for coffee? Mm-hmm. And then she, while so they're nice. talking, they're just like, yeah, like, your, your book deal isn't going to go through, but, like, mm-hmm. I still want to be friends with you. And yeah. Carrie's like... I uh, I didn't think this one through. Right, because she is nice. She's a good person. Like, it's hard. Um, I feel bad for Charlotte because this is the worst nightmare of having a threesome Ugh. is finding out that you are the replaceable one. He just wanted to have sex with other women. It, then, like, Charlotte wasn't part of the picture. On top of the coats in a, and at that's, a party. That's garbage. That is so tacky. But that's where I can see part of your... I want to feel, or like, um, do they do this for me or do they do this with everyone? Mm-hmm. That's where I can see that argument coming into play because it, yeah. it wasn't about Charlotte. He wa- Jack wasn't like, oh, Charlotte, I want to see you with, get, with someone else. else. Yeah. Like, that's what's going to do it for me. He was like, I just want to see someone else. Right. And she only agrees to it because it's, or no, is it somebody else that agrees to it because it's a special occasion? But it's like, do not do sexual favors as a special occasion. Yes, we were talking about that. Yeah, that that is absolute garbage. I don't like that at all. Like, I would never be like, oh, okay, I'm not super into anal, but I'll do it because it's your birthday? When would you do anal? Never. (laughs) Legitimately never. Like, I'm just, no. Even when they try and sneak a fucking finger in there, I'm like, absolutely not. What did I tell you? Listen. Listen. I... In the sense that, like, people, like, you want to do something special for someone's birthday or, like, for a special event, yes, do sexual favors then. But also, if it's something that you don't want to do, don't compromise yourself. Right. For that sake, do something else that makes you feel special that you can agree with. Like, look up new things to try together, like a new position or something. Or, like research about what's something like slightly different that you can do with your tongue or throw in an Altoid or whatever. Like, you know, make it special, but like, Keep don't. going, I'm jotting down all these ideas. <laughs> but like, just to, like, there's certain things that like you only pull out when you're like really big gun in it. And unless they're a bit of a wuss about the Altoid thing, <laughs> which some people have been. Listen, it... Not to call you out, bro, but, like, stop it. <laughs> it's great. Try it. Um, but definitely, anyway. I think I think in her situation, especially with someone who she hasn't been dating that long. I mean, she said she was in love with him, but, like... She's in love with everybody. Ten years down the road. Twenty years down the road. If you're just like, you know what? I've given this considerable thought... And you know what? I feel my. I feel we're in a comfortable space. I feel like we're in a good spot. Maybe, Maybe. consider bringing in a third to your bedroom, but not when it's right after starting. You're like, oh, if I don't do this for them, then they're not gonna like me and they're gonna leave. That's the worst thing you can do. And she learned yeah. that last episode, right? But clearly not well enough. Because Charlotte's a fucking idiot. She's not smart. Oh, poor baby. But you know. Who's garbage is Miranda because she answers some, like, scary Craigslist ad? I don't know. Where did she find this? Like, in the newspaper? In the newspaper. (laughs) In the village voice. In the village voice. Speaking of Craigslist, can we just go through Craigslist and just look up all these fantastic people who, like, want to hook up? Yes. And just, like, just rate it. Future (laughs) episodes. Just rate them. Like, not even, like, not making fun of them and not saying their business, but just... Rating Like, would you, would you meet this person up for sex? I'm getting my tonsils out soon, and I feel like this would be perfect, is that you read it, and then I just give you, like, a... Like a <laughs> Page says four. Yeah, perfect. Page is a thumbs down for the guy who wants to meet in the alley to meet in her back door. <laughs> Always two big thumbs down. <laughs> and no thumbs up. Yeah. And then, um... I'm the butt. I'm the butt. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, so Miranda he, goes to answer this, this ad. ad. Yeah. And the, this couple meets them, or meets Miranda, and you can tell that they're nervous too. And they're really excited because they like Miranda. They're just like, you know what? We've tried this with a couple of other people, and it and just hasn't like been dogs. a comfortable situation. They look like dogs, which is which problematic is in itself. Yeah. And they're like, but we just want someone who we're comfortable with, who is pretty. And Miranda, you know what? That's you. Miranda finally gets what she wants this entire episode. And she's like, you, she feel good, good about herself. And you're so excited that she gets this validation. And she's like, let me just go out and make a quick phone call. And then she leaves. And then she fucking leaves. That's so rude. Those poor people now are left with that emotion that she had. And that's such garbage to like. That's putting yourself out there. Yeah. And someone else rejecting it. And now you feeling really shitty. Yeah. It's fucked up. Like she, that was incredibly fucked up. And fuck you, Miranda Hobbs. Bitch. She is terrible. And they end it with something that I think is very important, which um, Susan actually wrote down, which is sex is easy. Intimacy is the bitch. Mm. I think that's true. Mm. (laughs) I agree. I think that's why people can hook up. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why relationships are much harder than just having sex. I think that's why I've never been a part of that hookup culture. Because, like, I think sex for me is the intimacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you don't have that intimacy, then, like, for me, not speaking for anybody else, but for me, it's just, it's not as fantastic as it could be. And that doesn't necessarily mean someone you're in a romantic relationship with. I still firmly believe that you can have sex with friends. But friends that you trust, friends that you feel comfortable around, that right. you have that, you that still you have, have that intimacy. That intimacy, yeah. Like, you, it might not be a romantic in- intimacy, but it is an intimacy. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't understand the hookup culture. Like, somebody said that to me the other day, too. They're like, you could just randomly hook up with somebody if you wanted to. And I'm like, well, technically, yes. I could, but, but technically, I don't no. want to. Yeah, like, I can't. I have to have intimacy and an emotion to be able to, to let somebody in like that. Yeah, definitely. Like... Especially... Because when you are having sex with someone, you are at the bare bones of yourself. Because you have nothing to hide behind. Mm-hmm. You are in this vulnerable position where their body is on your body. Their mouth is on your mouth. And you have presented a version of yourself that they have obviously found appealing. So now this is it. There's nothing left for you to hide behind. Mm-hmm. And that's so hard. Like, yeah. for me, that would be so hard to do to someone. Yeah. It's like, I don't understand people that can do it. That can... Have sex without intimacy. They can just and like I go just, you right. Like but also, I want to. I want to he- hear their perspectives on things. Like how do they feel about like the reversal? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I think. I don't know. I feel like those kind of people have to emotionally cut themselves off mm-hmm. to be able to do it, and so I don't know that they'd be able to extrapolate on that. I'm so excited. I'm thinking about like three people right now who we could potentially have one as a guest star and talk mm-hmm. about this. I'm, yeah. Let me text him right, right now. I'm like, yep, texting. But yeah. So that's that. That's the episode, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we did it. That's it took it. us a it. fucking hour. Oh my God, I'm sorry. But we talked about this episode. We did. Um, and we will definitely have Susan on on a future episode. She's great. Um, She's fantastic. And she was really insightful. Was I really wish we hadn't lost that episode. One, yes, because like, obviously it was so good. But the thing about us having special guests on... It's fantastic because me and Paige work very similarly about very many things. Mm-hmm. And so we know what we can bounce off of each other. We know where we're kind of we're going to go with our thought processes. And having some having a third person comes in and bring in their own their own thoughts, their own opinions, and since they're not on the show regularly, they don't know how we're how it's supposed to work, so they just throw everything out there. Mm-hmm. And it's so good. Yeah. I love there are it. things I would have never thought about. Mhm. Yeah, we had some really great conversations, so. Um, But, yeah, anyway, that's it for us. And we will catch you on the next episode. The next episode. Don't forget to send in your bad dates. We are still collecting those. We are getting Mm -hmm. quite a few of them, and I'm enjoying reading them to myself. Yeah, they're awesome. Before sharing them with Paige. (laughs) And um, we are definitely looking, looking forward to doing more mini episodes while we get this show under control and figure out exactly how everything is running out mm-hmm. but also send us questions if you have them mm-hmm. at twitter on on twitter at we swear mm-hmm. on chanel 
are also I couldn't help but podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. We're also on Instagram. We swear on Chanel. Mm-hmm. Paige, is there anything else you'd like to add before we tell these people some healthy sex advice? Um, no, I don't think so. I think we should just tell them. All right. All right. <laughs> Wear a condom. <laughs> Always. Bye. Bye.